Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 100th episode of Enjoy the Book of Life. Today, we also have a little surprise, and that is a look at some merchandise that is available through Enjoy the Book of Life. You can find a lot of uh, or a lot more information on enjoythebookoflife.com. Uh, the links there for everything that I'm talking about, uh, we'll make sure to put a link in the description as well. So what I'd like to talk about today are these two journals, uh, Mana for the Hungry, a daily devotional guide, and Fountain for the Thirsty, a Bible study guide. And these really came from the last decade, uh, plus or minus a few years, of, of diving into this idea of how do I spend time in the Word of God, or how should I? spend time in the Word of God. A lot of this came from, um, with with the idea of Bible study, came from uh, the realization that if I sat down in front of an unfamiliar passage and someone said, here, study this, I really wouldn't know what to do. I, I mean, I could read it, I, I could think about it, I could read commentaries about it, but what do I do if you say study a passage? And then this idea of, of devotional guide. Uh, um, very often, uh, my devotion time uh, in my teen years and uh, before that, it was, well, you should read the Bible. And so yeah, I'd read the Bible, and it felt very much like a checklist. And I didn't feel um, like the things I was doing was encouraging me uh, to actually enjoy the book of life. And that was really the the thrust of, of this podcast and where it came from my own development in this and the things I learned from others. So over, over these 10, pl uh, 10 plus years, I've been really gathering a lot of insights from other people who've had experience in this and, and trying different things out and, and really finding joy uh, with with these different structures and techniques. And so uh, I've shared a lot of this with other people and this seemed to ring true in other people's lives. And they'd say, ooh, I really want to try that. And the things I got the most positive feedback from, I've incorporated into these two journals. So I wanted to, I just got these uh, in the mail the other day. And so I wanted to show you them, promote them uh, in case you wanted to start the new year off with these. It would be perfect for uh, some Christmas gifts as well if that if you're looking for some ideas. So let's start with Manna for the Hungry, a daily devotional guide. On the back, I've got uh, Exodus 16, 21, which says, so they gathered it every morning, every man, according to his need. Speaking of the manna that God would provide on the ground. And this was their daily bread. They had to go out. They had to humble themselves, get down and gather the bread that God has provided. And it was a daily task. And so it is with our devotion. So uh, when you get into, uh, this comes soft cover. This is the, the the copy I have. They also come hardcover. I just haven't gotten those ones in the mail yet. Um, but there's also a, a free PDF online. I'll talk more about that after I go through uh, these uh, journals. So Manna for the Hungry, it starts off with uh, how to use this journal. And it, it walks you through all the headings that I have in, in a given week. And then uh, it has suggested reading plans. And I've done an episode on this as well, all the different ways that you can 
uh, read through the Bible. If you do the same thing over and over again, you'd like to read through the Bible a little differently, try out one of those plans. Then a, a few pages here for uh, a master prayer list. So anytime you, you get a new prayer request or uh, you want to have a comprehensive list of uh, your immediate family, your co-workers, missionaries uh, that you regularly support and pray for, people that you'd really like to see saved, things like that. And we have those suggestions here in the journal uh, to have this big comprehensive list uh, that's going to be used in your weekly guide. So what you have up here is the week dates. Now, I really considered putting all the way through, make a 2024 journal, January 1 through 7, something like that. But I decided against it. One of the things that really deters me from using a journal is if I miss a week. I kind of fall off the wagon a little bit. I mean, I miss a week or two, and then it's like, well, now I've got these empty pages. Or I might even miss a month, and then it's like, ah, you know, do I use this? Like, and, and and it's just one more mental obstacle. Maybe it's just me, but but to using a journal. And so I left these blank. So if you do fall off the, you know, the bandwagon for a week or a month. You just start on the next week and you just plug in the dates. Here they are. And you just keep on going. So this uh, has enough for a whole year. If you use it consistently every day, uh, you've got enough for a whole year in the journal. But if you uh, again, if if you miss a day or a week or a month, uh, it'll just be a little bit more than a year. Um, so underneath, it has a place for you to choose a verse or a passage that you'd like to memorize that week. Uh, don't bite off more than you can chew, especially getting started. Choose a verse that you can review every single day. Um, but then on Sunday, you just write in what you read. Okay, it could be a chapter, it could be a verse, could be uh, a group of verses, could be multiple chapters. What did you read from the Bible that day? You write that in there. And then what's a meditative thought? And this is, again, it was a big transition for me, moving from reading to check. Uh, you know, the the box and say, I'm going to read one chapter today, or I'm going to read three chapters a day or something like that. Instead of doing that, I, I started to read saying, I'm going to read until I have a meditative thought, something I could think about all day. And then I'd record it. And so I'd record my meditative thought. And then here it has a place for your daily prayers from that master prayer list. What are you going to labor in prayer over today? Some people, they choose like Mondays, I pray for missionaries. Tuesdays, I pray for my immediate family. Wednesdays, something else. You could do something like that. You could go to your master list and see what the Lord lays on your heart and 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 include it there. You could come up with some other system, but this allows it from getting too overwhelming. Sometimes my master prayer list gets too big and it almost feels like a burden. Um, and so this way you can open up to your, your master list uh, find things that uh, the Lord puts on your heart, and then you record those there. And this will gives you that sense of progress. So th that's all you do. And then Monday, again, what did you read? What did you meditate on? What are you praying for? And you do that all the way through Saturday. After Saturday, it has a week in review. And this is where you put your worshipful thought. Now, I think this is good. Sometimes for me, especially my meditative thoughts can be a little bit more on the... Um, um, just kind of looking at connections and figuring out, kind of comprehending the text and or really cool thoughts. Um, but having a worshipful thought every week uh, has been good for me, where I go back 
in review, I read through and say, well, what have I, what have I found that causes me to worship, that makes me think highly of God? And this has been especially good in my preparation for the Lord's Supper, going back, reading over my meditations and saying, what do I want to worship of, uh, worship him about? And so th that's been very good for me. So a worshipful thought here. Then your memory passage. You said I was going to memorize, you know, John or yeah, John 3.16. Then you write it from memory here at the end of the week. And then a Thanksgiving. What were you thankful for that week? And then that's it. You continue through that every single week all the way through. And that's the journal. We've got a little bit of more information on the back. Uh, about Enjoy the Book of Life and the other resources we have there. Uh, Fountain for the Thirsty. This one is the Bible Study Guide. And again, uh, at the beginning, how to use this journal uh, and all the headings that I'm about to go over. Then in this one, we have also a section called Diving in Deeper. So these are the specialty tools. I have a whole series of that. We went through that uh, this year, 2023, uh, in episodes uh, just talking about if I'm studying poetry, for example, what are some extra things I can be looking for? If I'm studying prophecy, what are some extra things I can be looking for to enrich my Bible study? And then we have some other tips and tricks. These are just things like uh, the location, uh, how that affects your study, or uh, things like uh, the study speed. How much should I study at a time? Uh, how many should I study a verse a day? Should I study a chapter a week? How how fast should I go? Uh, the time of day, having discussion partners, all these sorts of things that are helpful um, along the way. Well, then uh, we have over here, uh, once again, you select your Bible study passage, uh, whether you're in Revelation or Romans or Ruth. Uh, you're going to write that in. It gives you a little reminder here. Remember to pray, all right? We're dependent on the uh, the Holy Spirit as our teacher. So before you study, right, right under uh, where you choose, uh, remember to pray. Then underneath that, your keywords and ideas. What are your uh, repeated, important, and unexpected word words, phrases, and ideas through the passage? You're going to just record them all there. What questions do you have about the passage? What are some text connections? How does this text that you're studying connect with other texts in the Bible? Uh, what are some applications that you can make through this passage? What's the text structure? And again, all that information at the beginning of how to use the journal, it gives you some pointers there for that. Uh, study summary to summarize everything you've learned up to that point. A summary picture, you draw a picture of the passage. And again, I've done an episode uh, if you want to go back all the way at the beginning, episode one and two, I really break down this with Christian Kabanda. We talk about these tools and, and why they're beneficial. This picture one often throws people for a loop uh, where they say, why, why would I draw a picture of the passage? And, and it's not so much about the picture. It's about the thinking required to draw the picture. If you draw a picture of something, you have to understand what it is before you draw the picture. So it forces you to, to try to structure it in your brain so that you can turn it into a graphic. Now, talking with people uh, who went through the study here in Mississippi, they'll say very often, oh, when I go back to restudy passages we studied at the Bible study, or when I go back and I'm reading, they say, those pictures I drew, 
they'll come to my mind. And so it really helps you uh, to structure, especially if you really think through what you're drawing, not the first thing that comes to mind. And, and the way to do that is try to draw the whole passage, try to draw every aspect of the passage in one picture. Now that's a tall ask, it's hard, it's challenging, but that's the point is that you're, you're, you're engaging your mind with the passage and trying to turn it into a picture. Now, you also give your picture a title. Again, that helps you summarize and really uh, get that in there. And then finally, a shareable takeaway. What's something from your study? If someone say, hey, how's your study in, in uh, Exodus going? You say, well, this is something that I learned this week. And then there it is, already thought through your little shareable takeaway. It could have been one of your connections. It could have been uh, the summary of it. I never understood that the structure was like this. It could be a question that you had. Uh, that you want to ask other learned people uh, that, you know, next time you sit down, oh, yeah, I had this. And you can pull out your journal and you can move, go right to that little shareable takeaway all written out for you. And that's what it is. So uh, it, it's three pages uh, for a single study. So I go to the next one. I could go right through a book if I wanted to do this. Right. And I want to study through Ephesians. So I'm going to ch choose a chunk, Ephesians 1, 1 through 12. And then I'd write that and I'd study it. And then when I get to the next one, I'm Ephesians 1, 13 through whatever. And you continue all the way through the book. And then there you have it in your journal, your study of Ephesians. And then what are you going to do next? You could do another book. You could do a character. You could do a word. All of these different kinds of study are uh, applicable uh, with this journal because it's so open. Uh, it's, it's not trying to uh, force you to study certain things. It's just there to give you a structure to help you guide your way through the study. Um, again, in the back, you've got uh, the information for Enjoy the Book of Life, but you also have near the end ideas for future study. One of the things I encourage uh, sometimes as you're studying a question or a word will stick out and it's like, oh, wow, that word healed in this passage. That's really interesting. I'd like to dive more into that. So you open up to the back of the book and you write the word healed. You might even write the Strong's number next to it. And you say, I want to study that next. That way, when you finish your study uh, through Philippians or Peter or wherever you are, uh, you'll go to the back and say, what am I going to study next? Here it is. And you've got an ongoing list of things that you'd like to study. So we've got uh, our companion set for a daily devotional guide and a Bible study guide. Uh, my verse at the back, I didn't mention this before, with uh, a fountain for the thirsty is, for with you is the fountain of life, in your light we see light. And that's Psalm 36 and verse 9. So uh, one other option from the soft cover and the hard cover is the free PDF. Now, this is... Uh, um, I think the hardcover would probably be the best uh, quality of it. I haven't gotten those yet. Uh, I'm really excited um, to to see them. I was quite pleased with these soft cover. It 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 feels like a, a real good uh, option. Uh, it because it's it's about 216 pages, and so it it's got some weight to it, and so easy to journal in, easy to use. Um, now. People are fairly particular when it comes to journals. And so I wanted to provide as many options as I could uh, with the hardcover, with the softcover. But I also know that 
if if a journal's not to your liking, then you're not going to use it. And so what I would suggest is even going to enjoythebookoflife.com, print off a few pages. The whole PDF is there. Print off a couple weeks of this journal and try it out. Try it out for a week and see if it's to your liking, if it helps you stay consistent, if it helps structure things for you. Try a Bible study over the course of the week. Try um, doing a set of devotionals with it. Uh, that worshipful thought in review, the, that Thanksgiving, and and see if it's beneficial. If you think, well, this isn't really helping me uh, the way David promised, well, then that's fine. Don't 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 buy the journal. But if it is something that's helpful, as I pray it would be, then that would be a, a good way to to see if it it was beneficial. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to say about uh, the Bible study is three pages might seem a little daunting to some people uh, where you start here and then you have your you know your ideas, your questions, your connections, your applications, your structure, your summary, and then another summary and the shareable takeaway. Um, you could do that in a sitting uh, if you've got a good chunk of time to work your way through a passage. But again, this is going to depend on how big a passage you're doing. If you choose to study a block of five verses, you're going to move through it a little faster than if it's you're trying to study, you know, Haggai chapter one, especially if it's something that you're less familiar with. However, one nice option uh, with this journal is you can, it's broken into sections and you can say, well, I'm going to spend tonight and do these first two sections. I'm just going to find all the repeated, important, and unexpected words, phrases, and ideas, and I'm going to come up with a list of questions. Tomorrow, I'm going to do the next two. I'm going to do text connections and applications. And then the next day, I'm going to do another two, text structure and study summary. Okay, So doing this, it helps you break it into chunks. Sometimes we're in different seasons of our life where we don't have as much time. We're already kind of running on uh, empty. And so very often the answer is to cut things from our life, but it's best not to cut uh, our time studying the word of God. Um, and so by just breaking it into those smaller chunks, you're able to stay uh, consistent with it and continue your time studying the word of God um, without having to um, uh, take as much time, uh, as much of, of that um a chunk of, of time to do it. So those are some suggestions. Again, you can find uh, both of these on enjoythebookoflife.com. There's a journals page, uh, Mana for the Hungry, which is the daily devotional guide, and Fountain for the Thirsty, which is the Bible study guide. And again, it is my prayer that these journals will just uh, be an encouragement, uh, uh, be equipping with the headings, uh, it would be it would inspire you to pray more, to study more, uh, to spend time looking for those uh, meditations, um, memorizing scripture, all those things we talk about here on the channel. Um, so I, I pray that these ultimately will help you enjoy the book of life.